Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. be very impressive at first. I need you to grab hold of this. A genuine faith in God, when birthed in an individual, when it's in seed form, it's planted, it begins to germinate. He says it it doesn't start out terribly impressive, but give it some time. And if it's in good dirt, it'll eventually grow into something substantial. Have you ever stopped to appreciate how massive oak trees all start out as tiny little seeds? Pastor Robert talks about how even the most faithful and devoted Christians started off as nothing more than a humble and earnest heart. Don't be disheartened with where you are, but push yourself to where you want to be. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew chapter 13 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. want his will, if you truly want his best for your life, he will not allow you to miss it because of your humanity, because of some lack on your part, unless you arrogantly, with an attitude of entitlement, demand it from him. And then he will probably say, no, little spoiled brat, when you humble yourself, we can go to work. The second thing I'd like to point out to you from this passage is that Matthew groups these three parables together deliberately. You don't find anything in the Bible that just happens to work out that way. These three parables make a lot more sense when you look at them the way they were given to us here in Matthew. All three are about the process of transformation and growth within the genuine believer in Christ. Now, I want to start with the parable of the mustard seed. And I want to point out to you, you know, this is debatable. It's funny to me as I was doing some research, like there was one guy that said clearly they had never been to Israel, you know, Matthew, Mark, and Luke. It's just hilarious some of the stuff that, that, that I read because there was the presupposition, the idea that that the mustard that you use on your hot dog, that that's what Jesus was talking about. You know, the little, the little garden herb that, you plant that in an herb garden, by the way, not in the field where Jesus said this was sown. This was a different plant. Those that actually take the time to consider it 
believe, because it's not clear in Scripture, but they believe he's probably talking about the black mustard plant, which was also an herb, but would grow into a, a tree. And it confused some people because even when it grows into a tree, it's really kind of, it's more like a bush. It's not like an oak. But when you go to Israel and you look around, you're just like, oh, okay, all right, I get it. Now, what they call mountains, we would call a hill. What they call trees, we would call bushes. An olive tree is not as big generally as peach tree or the lemon tree in my front yard, which is seriously stunted. should be a lot bigger than it is, but do you understand? In Matthew chapter 17 and also in Luke chapter 17, Jesus links the mustard seed with faith, with faith. And Jesus points out that a mustard seed isn't very impressive. In fact, it's, it's tiny. Now, one of the other arguments, you know, because it says it's the least among, Jesus said, you know, the mustard seed is the least like the smallest among seeds. And so they were like, no, no, it's not. It's not. It's not the smallest seed. This seed is smaller, and that seed is smaller, and this seed is, is smaller. When you actually take the time to look at what the Bible says, it's not saying that it's the smallest of all seeds, period. It's simply saying that it's like the smallest of the seeds that a farmer would be scattering. It's kind of like when my wife says, that's happened a million times. Do you understand it really hasn't happened a million times? It's happened twice. It's one of those kind of things, sort of a sort of an accepted euphemism. We all kind of we just understand, you know. (laughs) Sorry, honey. Mustard seeds are tiny. But Jesus said it, it produces something actually quite substantial. And in the same way, a genuine faith in God, it may not be very impressive at first. I need you to grab hold of this. A genuine faith in God, when birthed in an individual, when it's in seed form, it's planted, it begins to germinate, he says it it doesn't start out terribly impressive. But give it some time. And if it's in good dirt, it'll eventually grow into something substantial. Do you understand what he's saying? We we look at the outside, don't we? We don't see what's happening on the inside. And and he says the same thing's true of leaven, yeast. Mix it into the dough, and you can't even tell it's there. But just give it a little bit of time, and eventually it, it, it permeates the whole loaf still invisible to the naked eye. You still can't necessarily see it, but it has an impact. But, but you see, leaven in the Bible is consistently linked with sin. So what was Jesus saying? I mean, could it be that he was predicting that sin would eventually permeate his church and corrupt it from within? I think that's exactly his point. Which brings us back to the parable of the tares. Remember what he said, a farmer goes out, he sows good seed, but an enemy comes and sows some bad seed among the good seed, and it grows together. Then he tells us the story about the mustard seed, this little tiny 
see this little tiny faith in an individual, if it's real, it'll grow into something substantial that provides shade and comfort to other people. And then there's leaven, a little bit of that put into the dough, impacts the whole loaf. Listen to what Jesus gives us his explanation of the wheat and the tares. Verse 36, Jesus sent the multitude away and went into the house. And his disciples came to him saying, explain to us the parable of the tares of the field. He answered and said to them, he who sows the good seed is the son of man. The field is the world. The good seeds are the sons of the kingdom, but the tares are the sons of the wicked one. The enemy who sowed them is the devil. The harvest is the end of the age, and the reapers are the angels. Therefore, as the tares are gathered and burned in the fire, so it will be at the end of this age. The Son of Man will send out his angels, and they will gather out of his kingdom all things that offend and those who practice lawlessness, and will cast them into the furnace of fire. There will be wailing and gnashing of teeth. Then the righteous will shine forth as the sun in the kingdom of their father. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. So he lays it out for us in in detail right here. He and his emissaries go all through the world, scattering the, the good seed of the gospel, but at the same time the enemies at work scattering bad seeds among the good. And they grow right alongside one another. At first, you can't tell them apart, it seems. But it doesn't take too long before it becomes obvious. Look back at verse 27. So the servants of the owner came and said to him, Sir, did you not sow good seed in your field? How then does it have tares? And he said to them, An enemy has done this. The servants said to him, Do you want us then to go and gather them up? But he said, No lest while you gather up the tares, you also uproot the wheat with them. Let both grow together until the harvest. And at the time of harvest, I will say to the reapers, first gather together the tares and bind them in bundles to burn them, but gather the wheat into my barn. We're so glad you tuned in to Main Thing Radio today. We'd like to encourage you to continue reading God's Word daily, looking for the powerful truth and the promises that lie within its pages. There's always something to learn from the Bible, and we hope you'll make it part of your daily routine. If you'd like to listen to more of Pastor Robert's teachings from the book of Matthew, you'll find them at MainThingRadio.com. You'll also learn more about this ministry and connect with us on social media. We also encourage you to subscribe to our podcast. Here's David to tell you more. Life these days moves fast. From one appointment to the next, most of us race through our days at blinding speed. But there's always a moment to pause. Those in-between times are great opportunities to connect with God. Subscribe to The Main Thing Radio podcast to enjoy messages like you heard today, anytime, anywhere. Simply go to MainThingRadio.com and click on the podcast button. Thanks, David. We also want to invite you to join us for worship this weekend. Come visit Calvary Miami Beach on Sunday for worship and Bible study. Or join us online as we live stream. 
you'll be able to find out all you need to know by clicking on Calvary Miami Beach under About at our website. Again, that's MainThingRadio.com. That's all we have time for today. Join Pastor Robert next time, right here on Main Thing Radio.